Hey queens, welcome back to another week with your hostess Latina. I just want to say before I even started, thank you, thank you, thank you to many of my followers, listeners, supporters who reached out to me from last week's episode, just sending some love and encouraging me and reminding me that it's okay to have those hard days and thank you for being so transparent and I was feeling so hard and down on myself for not giving out a full episode but I realized that I'm just human I'm I'm growing into this platform and there are going to be some times where it's going to be really hard to give out the best content and I'm learning also to not let so much of my personal life affect the work that I'm doing so thank you for understanding thank you for still listening thank you for uh, reaching out to me and not only that but your girl has 600 followers on Instagram so even in my hardest times I'm still being heard I'm still being supported and that is amazing amazing I'm so happy but I am back this week I'm feeling so much better and I'm feeling really back to myself <laughs> and so I seen a few controversial posts on the gram this week, which was not only targeting queens, but really slut shaming and bashing women. One post in particular stated that a woman's quote unquote queen rights, and this was put up by a man, that a woman's queen rights were instantly revoked if she had an OnlyFans account. And then, of course, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion just released a new song called WAP, which to me is to celebrate the power of the female organ. But however, we have a white woman politician who felt the need to put in her two cents about our culture and our music really just saying that how disrespectful this song was and how this song has pushed us back as women. So I decided we're going to really dig or dig deeper into this because what we're really seeing is an argument that's rooted in misogyny and classism. And also because I love hitting people with a few facts. So with that said, let's get into today's topic.
Hey queens, welcome to Crown Thoughts, the podcast, a safe space for women of all kinds and for women of all walks of life to come together and chat. Crown Thoughts, the podcast is a movement of vibes, which encourages its listeners to dig deep and reflect. So with that being said, let's get into today's topic. So just to educate some of our listeners, what exactly is an OnlyFans account? OnlyFans is a social media platform which allows content creators to post content, of course, and receive payment directly from their followers or quote-unquote fans via subscriptions or one-off tips. Fans can pay a subscription to a particular creator and really it's up to the creator to say this is how much I'm I'm charging you for whatever content that I'm pushing out. Now, what exactly is in the content is up to the creator. And that's where things get a little sticky because while only fan creators can upload any kind of content, so photography, creative writing, or recipes, for example, the platform is particularly popular with sex workers. And... Honestly, sex workers is nothing new. The issue is when money is brought into the mix, the narrative suddenly changes. And to take it even further, when women take agency over their own bodies, it's absolutely unacceptable. It's disgusting. It's, oh my God, how can this be happening? What a lot of people don't realize is that there's a huge difference between a sex worker and sex trafficking. The term sex worker alone recognizes that sex work is just work. It's just that. And to clarify, sex workers often include strippers, pornography, uh, the phone sex workers, OnlyFans accounts. Of course, now we're adding that into the mix. Uh, and I'm, if I, for some reason, forgot a type of sex worker, please uh, inbox me or leave me a review so that even I'm educating myself. Um, but again, the term sex worker recognizes that sex work is just work. Sex trafficking has connotations of criminality and it's just immoral sex work is often just confused with people who sell sexual services and they're prostituting and they're demeaning and they're stigmatizing that's not true it's absolutely not true uh I did a little bit of reading on sex work and, oh, dominatrix. That's another one that I forgot to include. And actually that one was quite, quite, quite interesting. And I was just like, hmm, I ain't mad at them for it. Uh, But I had to do a little research about sex work because I did pose the question onto my Instagram. Do you feel that women are empowered? as sex workers and I got a lot of mixed questions and I realized a lot of people weren't sure what sex work was 
a question if it was prostitution, if it was sex trafficking. And sex trafficking is absolutely illegal. Sex trafficking is modern day slavery. Sex trafficking is literally selling someone's body for some kind of profit. And that's the illegal part of it. And oftentimes, it's not that person's choice. They are taken, they are stolen, they are lured, they are conned into this type of industry, quote unquote industry, where profit is being made off of their bodies and they never see the the profit. And sex trafficking, these women and boys, because it's not just women, they're excluded from their health. They're excluded from their legal rights and they're excluded from social services. So oftentimes these women have failing health, failing dental health. Um, They have not eaten. They have been living in the nastiest conditions and yet they're still expected to perform. The key point that I want to really make about sex workers is that it's their choice. And whatever choice that can be, it, it could be for survival, it could be strictly for the money, it could be because they feel empowered when they're doing this work. Uh, again, it's their choice. And I personally believe every human being has the right to make informed decisions about his or her own body without being scrutinized for it. So why do some people feel the need to dehumanize a woman for having an OnlyFans account or saying that two women that are rap artists have set the entire female race back for for proclaiming that they have the wettest pussy. Oh my God, like, did she just say pussy? Yes, should I have said vagina? <laughs> what I see as the real issue is the inability to engage in open communication about sex. Sex is an area that still remains taboo throughout society today. And it's been thought of as a topic that should be in fantasy, privacy. Uh, Sex should just be kept between the two consenting adults. And then sex education is so limited. If provided at all, when it is provided, it only focuses on sex as a reproductive thing. And that's bad. This supports the idea that sex is only for procreation and that it should be controlled by the usage of birth control. However, I believe it's important to understand, one, yes, reproduction. We should understand it and it should be important and it's something that we need to know. However, are we teaching our young women what their yoni actually is, what it looks like? how to properly wash themselves, which foods promote healthy fluoride and prevents infections such as yeast and bacterial vaginosis. Do we understand that yeast infections and BV are not sexually transmitted disease? Now, there are some men that can interrupt our normal pH and can create BV, but again, that's another topic where we need to be educating ourselves and we need to have these kind of conversations because our women don't know and our men don't know. And then the most conversation of all 
It's orgasms. There are so many women who still have not truly reached a climax and are uncomfortable exploring themselves because they feel shameful for it. Conversations around sex need to be normalized, especially when we have such high rates of rape, sex trafficking, and pedophilia occurring right here in the United States. Another thing that (laughs) blows my mind is it's so shameful for women to speak about their bodies publicly or have an OnlyFans account or to be publicly uh, mature in their sexuality. But there are many people sending nudes and sexting and almost expecting early on in the relationship for this type of things to happen as a transaction, really, without truly learning the partner, without knowing if the relationship will sustain. And then in worst cases, those same nudes or sex conversations through text messages or emails can be leaked to further humiliate the person when the relationship goes sour. OnlyFans has really shown how prominent slut-shaming is. People are happily watching porn daily, but now hate that these same women can use the market that a male created to their advantage, and they're making a living from it, and they're doing it in the comforts of their home because OnlyFans account really just popped off during COVID and during uh, social distancing, during quarantine. So really, don't hate the worker when you're consuming the product. It's a supply and a demand. They're supplying what is being demanded of people. (laughs) The lyrics in WAP, now they're a little bit vulgar, I must say. I'm not going to be playing this on a Sunday morning. Well, yes, I did play it as the intro of this recording. But what I'm saying is, at the same time, how many queens listened to the song and said, ew, turn it off, or turned on the song and was like, wait a minute, wait, oh, yes, (laughs) and began dancing to the beat because in that moment, they felt sexy, they felt beautiful, they felt heard and seen and empowered, and that's really what I want to make as the point for today's episode is women are powerful. We're feeling empowered. Anytime a woman stands in her power, she is shamed. And this goes beyond sexuality. Standing in your power means you honor whatever is really important to you. It means you know who you are, what you are capable of, and why you make the decisions that you make. When you stand in your power, nothing can rock your boat or shake the foundation of who you are. So I want to leave everyone with a few ways I believe that we as queens and kings can really stand in our power. This is my favorite portion of each episode because not only is it a learning moment 
for the listeners, but it's also a learning moment for myself. And I love to encourage everyone to jot down some notes and start building up those crown thoughts. So how do we stand in our power? One, know yourself. And the best way we can learn about ourselves is through experimenting styles, trying out new hobbies, being in tune with your emotions, knowing what your likes and your dislikes are. When we know ourselves, others cannot dictate anything about our lives. And we won't feel as insecure when we notice other people are standing in their power. You should never feel so less than from seeing someone else being great. If anything, that should inspire you. Which kind of leads into number two, don't be afraid of what others think. When you surround yourself with people who truly understand and accept you, you don't have to worry about people pleasing. I am a recovering people pleaser. I have lived a life where I did things, said things, behaved a certain way because I wanted to please my family. I wanted to please my friends. Uh, you know, I, I felt like I was representing my church and all those all those things are part of me and I still hold those values. I realize now that I'm still who I am as an individual and everyone who loves and cares for me, they support who I am, not who I'm trying to be for them. Which also leads into number three. Lastly, be fearless. And I understand this is easier said than done because even at times I hold myself back from doing or saying what I truly want because I'm fearful. However, there is nothing to fear except failure and failure is not a loss. Failure is really a lesson and it's an opportunity of growth. I understand that the initial discussion of today's episode was to discuss the backlash and the slut shaming of women. However, I do hope that you can see the connection between all of this. Never let someone tell you who you are and what you're worth. Misogyny serves the purpose of hatred and prejudice against women and children, particularly girls. It enforces sexism, it belittles women, and in worst case, it promotes violence against women. And please don't get me wrong, do not think that women cannot be misogynists too. Sometimes it's those women who feel that being submissive, being holier, or being, you know, the perfect housewife mentality, which is what I saw in the politician's comment against Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, one song does not set back the entire female race. When in fact, that song empowered a lot of women and made a lot of women feel like they are the shit. You know, they are sexy. They, they do have WAP. <laughs> Queens, celebrate your WAP. And that is not just a reference to how immaculate your vagina is. For me... WAP is an acronym which means women are powerful. So again, celebrate your WAP. Do a little twerk. <laughs> this is all I have for now. 
I cannot believe we are 10 episodes in and I am so, so, so excited to keep pushing out more content. If you have not already, please leave a review. Follow me on Instagram. It's at Crown Thoughts Podcast. And share this platform with your friends, your family, your coworkers, whomever that you think would enjoy this. Uh, but keep it talking. Keep it going because I, I love to hear people's feedback and it really helps me to decide what I should be talking about and what I should be reflecting on. So with that said, as always, queens recognize queens. Cannot wait to chat again next episode. And yes, this is Crown Thoughts, the podcast.